0: This is Christopher Page. Welcome back to the Time Shifters Podcast. If you tuned in last episode, you heard Pete, Quint, and I go on and on and on and on on Godzilla. Well, that didn't stop. And so this is going to be the second half of the conversation where we kind of continue on uh, the Godzilla filmography and do finally get to Shin Godzilla and then kind of marathon through our thoughts (laughs) It wasn't. It wasn't a perfect situation, and it was all my fault. But I really appreciate Pete for taking all the time that he did that night. I know he wasn't expecting quite what what we got into. Also, before we leave, at the end of this episode, I'm going to throw in a MP3 that Rod Barnett from the Nashi Cast and the Bloody Pit podcasts sent in to me. He also went and saw Shin Godzilla in the theaters. And uh, it's a really great, it's about 12 minutes long, and it's really, really good. It really goes into some, all the details that I'm sure Pete and I meant to go into, but didn't. <laughs> Without uh, any further ado, we're going to jump right back in where Pete and I left off and talk more Godzilla. Where, where are we? We're a Megalon, are we? Uh, we were talking Megalon. Yep, giant cockroach. Jet Jaguar. Uh, Gigan makes another appearance. Uh, Angiris is a you know, returning monster. He keep he keeps popping up every now and again, and either uh, fights or or joins. He becomes Godzilla's friend in most of these latter films.
1: True. Yeah. As as the first enemy of Godzilla, he's become uh, a sidekick or a puppy. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, depending, upon, I depending got, upon how you look at it. <laughs> I prefer that they, they they fought and now have like a mutual respect for each other. You know, it's oh, like oh, that's very it's like nice. it, it's like uh, it's like <laughs> Rocco. It's like Rocky and Apollo Creed. You we know? <laughs> <laughs> Well jumping ahead to the next year. We are introduced with probably one of uh, Godzilla's next to King Ghidorah, probably one of his fav- most favorite foes, Mechagodzilla. Because I it,
1: love this movie.
0: Yeah, this is a great one. This is the 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 ape like aliens. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> who decide that they're going to take over the Earth, and they have to the only way they're going to be able to take over the Earth is if they take out Godzilla. What's the best way to do that? Well, with a robot Godzilla. <laughs> well, duh.
1: How's you going to do it?
0: <laughs> but, uh, I love the fact that they start the film out by like trying to give Godzilla a bad name by disguising their robot Godzilla as Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> they like
1: they're, they're... that was part of the so so in terror of godzilla the, the thing that confused me the most was hey why are there two godzillas in the in the lead up Mm. okay because i had never seen the first film and, Oh and gotcha. yes it was it was it was clever and they changed his face just enough to go what that doesn't quite look so right and of course his roar was inc- just entirely wrong right uh, so hopefully, folks kind of, sort of had the idea that this might not be what it looks like.
0: But yeah. I thought the reveal was, was wonderful. Oh, I think so too. I think uh, didn't they? If I could be speaking out of turn, but I think they just used like maybe one of the older Godzilla suits when they actually had to appear on screen together, the the, the two Godzillas, because the Godzilla suit would change uh, every. Every film or two, they would have to replace the suit with something a little different because, of the, like you were saying, they, they don't last. The, the foam rubber or whatever they use to construct it, the, the quote-unquote rubber suit, would rot and, uh, or take damage from filming. And so they'd have to replace the suit. So I want to say that when they did uh, Mecha Godzilla in disguise, they just used, I think, the, the, the older suit from the previous film or two
1: it it was it was definitely a suit, but I, the the face was different for sure, and I'm pretty sure that was on purpose the The face of godzilla the the face of Mecha Godzilla as with the skin of Godzilla on it, it, was definitely different. The teeth were different, the eyes were a little different i I'm, I'm pretty sure that it was so very obvious that I'm pretty sure that was done on purpose now the rest of the body. The rest of the suit was spot on. Right. Uh, and, and, of course, the roar, like I said, mm-hmm. that was also on purpose because, you know, it doesn't cost you any money to change a roar.
0: Right. No, I think they definitely did it in order to kind of throw audiences off a little bit. So when the Godzilla shows up on the first time Godzilla shows up on the screen, he's marching around and he makes noise. You go, whoa, wait. Whoa, they changed Godzilla's roar? What's going on? You know, it kinda, it's a little odd. It kind of sets you back. The roar changes here and there, and things are
1: added to it, but this was such a stark contrast to what audiences were used to. It had to, at the time, had to raise eyebrows going, wait a minute, something's not quite right here.
0: Right. This also has one of my, and it, I don't know, I, I have this weird fascination with some of the oddball monsters. You know, I love Mothra, but this one also has King Caesar. I, and I don't know why I love this guy. He's the big, he's the big silly kind of Pekingese man dog
2: <laughs> monster. Well, you
0: you think
1: Mothra has her own it, theme there it song? Is. It's oh my god! Here is King
0: Caesar. Has that's that's it? Then that is it. It's it's if a give a monster his own theme song, and I'm in. <laughs> so good and it's a very long song oh it is oh yeah and they sing it I think twice I mean it's a long song and they have to go through it twice in order to wake this guy up (laughs) that's just a fun film it's a great uh, monster fight film it's got Mechagodzilla it's got Ingerius it's got King Caesar Uh, it's got yeah monster theme songs (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: yeah it does, <laughs> and the the ape aliens were were amazing. I, I thought that the one the one alien that got shot in the face, and Ooh, then yeah, all of a sudden half his face was an ape, right? A green ape at that, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. What thought went into that? It's like let's let's make him an ape, uh, let's make him green, okay.
0: Yeah, and and, and a half decent cross dissolve with a little bit of animation mixed in to do the to show the transformation. So, all I mean, you know, impressive uh, impressive work.
1: Everything worked. I mean, it was it, this they were really scraping by for a budget for these films, but they made the most of what they had and thankfully Hondo Hondo is back for these wasn't he these were his he last two films He comes back
0: uh, Ishiro Hondo returns for Terror Mecha Godzilla. i was just going to mention the last 3 films uh that we talked about uh Jun Fukuda is the director. So Jun Fukuda does Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Okay. And then Ishiro Hondo returns for Terror of Mecha Godzilla.
1: Fantastic. and and Terror I thought was well we have we have another movie to Discussed before, terror. I think.
0: No, I think that it goes right from Mecha to Godzilla oh, is- straight to Terror to the Godzilla.
1: Is it the- okay? All right, all right. <laughs> Shows you what I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah well. I thought there was a break between them two. Honestly, I thought one of the other films was actually in a different order, but no. Apparently, it just goes one right to the other. For some reason, I was thinking maybe Megalon or something squeezed in between those two, but. No nope.
1: this is another super fun uh, toho science with the space titanium I believe
0: yes or, or no, was spea- it the
2: next-
0: no space titanium was um that goes all the way back to uh, to oh my goodness that goes all the way back to Gigant. actually I thought no! Uh... No, 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 no 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 no'm I'm, I'm sorry I'm thinking of that guy in his pipe no you're right <laughs>
1: that's Titanosaurus. Ti- that's, that's *Titanosaurus* and, and *Teramachus Godzilla*. That's the film.
0: Correct. You're correct.
1: <laughs> but I love *Space Titanium*. That's fun stuff. I mean, that's 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 classic Toho. I'm just going to explain it because it's it's my ball, and I'll go home if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly.
0: And just you know, throw space in front of it. That's all you need to do. Oh, it's *Titanium*. No, 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 no. *Space Titanium*. <laughs> this coolest. All the kids are loving it. Uh huh. And also, a really great Titanosaurus is a great. That's another great looking monster. I he, think. He's, yeah, he's another one that was
1: uh, underutilized, under underdeveloped. It's 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 a shame that he was only in that film. Uh, I, I loved his roar. I, I liked I liked his look.
0: Uh, he was a little bit lame with his power, with his fin tail, stupid thing. Yeah, pretty much just high wind. The, you know, that that was a monster that needed it needed a laser beam. It needed like water jet or something. I mean, it was a water Ooh, uh, monster. Water jet. A water like jet that. would have been cool. I don't
1: like laser beam, but I like water jet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I like Titanosaurus. It's it's a shame that and there's. It's a shame that Toho's got these just one and done monsters. Oh man, mm-hmm. you'd love to see them again. And part of it, part of the comic books that are out anymore these days, are are, are revisiting a lot of these one and duns and doing a little bit more with their stories and 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 the the creatures themselves. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to read. And you know, it's, it's not really what we're talking about tonight, but. If I could encourage listeners to go out and check out the books, get them out of their libraries, and and read them, they're, they're
0: they're very good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and you think about all the time and effort that goes into creating these monsters, these these suit monster, these suitmation monsters, and they're there for a film, and that's it, and that's all you see. It's like, man, I mean, that's a lot of work for yeah one film.
1: I I, I think
0: I'm kind of a creative guy, but. I can't. I can't think of a monster like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. And if I did, I, I'd want to see him more than once. <laughs> yeah,
1: if I put that much effort into it. But but then going back to Ultraman, I mean, heck, that was a weekly show, and they came up with crazy, <laughs> unbelievably crazy monsters.
0: <laughs> well, just like they. We're going to try to uh, stop and end Godzilla, destroy all monsters, whether it was planned or not. Terror of Mecha Godzilla ended up being the last Godzilla film for nearly a decade. Yep. Yep. And it, it looked like we had seen the last of the of the big guy mm-hmm. until uh, 1984 or 1985 here in the states with Return of in Godzilla. The Correct. They brought him back and. Bigger, better, and and looking better than ever. Uh, if you actually get a chance to see the actual 1984 film, Japanese version, fun movie, good. Lo- I enjoy the hell out of that film. As soon as Kraken
1: said that they were releasing it, I got on the the, the waiting list, mm-hmm. and I got it from Amazon as soon as I could. And I know I know some folks got it much earlier than I did, but. But it was it was you know, I, I I bought that the second I could, and it I couldn't believe that was the first Godzilla film I saw in the theater. As oh, a, as a kid. jealous! I, I was I was in I was like I, maybe was I like in junior high or something like that. I, I remember seeing that in the theater with a couple of buddies of mine, and you know it, it's it's all blur because you're. 12 or 13, whatever mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> you don't remember stuff. Uh, but I remember being there and I remember watching it and I remember having a great time with it. And then I remember seeing it on Svengoolie and a couple other things on TV. Uh, and, and I think I even rented it once on the VHS from the Blockbuster or whatever. Right. Uh, but there was always the, the rumor that there was a 1984 version that was not cut up, similar to the original 1954 version. There, there are two entirely different films, and and if, if listeners can get their hands on both versions and watch them, similarly again to 1954, they are incredibly different films, and both with their own merits. I, I will I, I will give the arm wrestling match to the Japanese versions, but. Man, they're both very, very different films, and I love both of them, 1984, 1985,
0: 54, 56, I think it was for the United States. Bring it on. They're great, both of them. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is something I actually forgot to mention when we talked about the original Godzilla is when it was released here in the States. In order to make it more palpable to American audiences, they shot some additional footage – some <laughs> <laughs> with uh with raymond burr and to make him you know uh american news reporter uh steve martin yep yep and they they actually uh, were able to uh get some of the i think they actually got some of the original actors as well in from the 54 to film with him but for the most no. part it was just him? No,
1: that's, that's incorrect.
0: That is incorrect. Okay. That is right. incorrect.
1: He, uh, uh, Steve Martin. From from what I have read and heard, uh, he filmed all of his shots in about three weeks, um, and they did get Asian actors to set to, to to step in. Okay. But they would they would if you watch that film, they they are filmed over their shoulders.
0: And, gotcha. and there's I see.
1: lots there's lots of cutting going on to look like Steve Martin is talking to these people over here, and I, I don't know all their names and I'm sorry for that, but but uh
0: it's it's really a brilliant cut. It's uh, a masterful editing job. It, the it last is, time is. I watched it, I really watched it with a critical eye just on how they edited it together. And it, it's 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 masterful because he's always kind of like in the 54, in the original version, you know, they they shoot a room and you see three quarters of the room. And so to include the Raymond Burr character uh, or the Steve Martin, however you want to say it, you know, he happens to be standing in that one corner that you didn't see. Yes. And they, yeah. they, they marry it together so well that honestly, if you didn't know there was a version that didn't have him in it, you may not realize it.
1: You're right, and and they did they they matched the uh, the color of the, uh, of the of the wall, mm-hmm. and they even they even went to great lengths. Uh, they they would they would film Raymond Burr over his right shoulder or left shoulder, uh, some sort of a, a ticker board or something like that, some sort of an announcement board that was in the original Godzilla film. So if if you watch these things, it actually looks like when they cut to Raymond Burr that he's actually in the room. He's not. They're yeah. they're, they're 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 entirely separate. And the the, the, the it, you're you're absolutely right. The it was a brilliant piece of editing, unbelievable. And and the amount of time that that Raymond Burr spent act, acting for the film, they were able to recreate an entirely new film. Incredible. It is just mind-boggling and, and if i'm not mistaken it was actually the the american version was re-released in japan years later to great accolades was it was it was a, it was a hit
0: <laughs> well now the and night so when they do 1984 they decided to do the same thing when they brought it over here to the states yep and so and they brought raymond burr back as well to to recreate his steve martin now retired i think news reporter
1: Yes, yeah, and and from what I heard, he jumped at the at the project. He was yeah. he was heavy into Perry Mason at the time. He was a big time actor. Mm-hmm. He, he was he was not a, a a struggling actor in any stretch of the imagination. And when uh, Godzilla came calling, so to speak. He jumped at the opportunity. He's like, absolutely, I'll do this.
0: I actually saw an interview with him once where someone met. It was just kind of a side thing, just mentioning that he, he, had, he had done this. It was probably an interview sometime in the 90s. Oh. And it, he, he, he happened to mention, he's like, oh, my gosh, I love Godzilla. I was so yeah. happy to do it. <laughs> I, I think at the, at the time, in, in this interview, he'd actually said that he was trying to procure the rights to Godzilla. Oh? Or really? some sort of rights to Godzilla. Interesting. Uh, uh, I don't know if just distribute or distribution rights, because there was a ton of films that probably. Oh, I guess no. By the '90s, I guess most of the the '60s and '70s films have been seen here on the uh, on television. I guess so. I don't know if he was just trying to procure distribution rights or or what, but. Because uh, the the interview wasn't really about that, but it was an interesting thing for him to to hear him say. But yeah, and he no, he was a big fan of the films that he that he. I guess he was a fan of Godzilla, and he was a big fan of the two films that he appeared in.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I've heard the same thing. He's he he speaks very highly of his experience, and and it's he never phoned it in. No, he, oh no. He played those parts as best as he could, and. As believable as he could, uh, uh, acting to literally nothing. I mean, right. he doesn't know what's happening around him. Heck, he probably didn't see the film in 1954 <laughs> at all. He probably said, "Do this. This is what's happening. Go."
0: Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder. Ah, rule. That's a good question. I wonder if he had a chance to see the film before he actually, you know, yeah. did his did his version. My, that's my guess is no. Probably <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Now the 84 version I don't think it's not edited as well. Uh in fact, honestly, it looks like there's just two separate films going on cuz I don't think he appears in anything that is actually happening within the actual uh Godzilla movie. He's he's in a room somewhere while this is going on and he's watching the events on a on a monitor. And a giant Dr Pepper machine in the (laughs) background. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say that. Uh, (laughs) That's funny.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's there's no real (sighs) effort
0: on America's part. Right. No. That's exactly. No. He was doing what he did. I mean, honestly, some of the scenes, his lines does his lines so well there are some great lines yeah. there's a line that he talks about that the general who is honestly kind of like comic relief general really if our american film kind of thing
2: since you're the only person that seems to know anything about whatever it is we're dealing with what can we do i was the only american who
0: survived that catastrophe if you men had seen what i saw you'd realize that firepower of any kind or magnitude is not the answer well if the
2: Japanese were able to stop them 30 years ago why can't we now? General Godzilla is like a hurricane or a tidal wave
0: we must approach him as we would a force of nature we must understand him deal with him perhaps even try to communicate with him and just for the record 30 years ago they never found any corpse great line. It's a great definition. It's a great way to describe Godzilla at the time.
1: You're right on there. And I
0: think that's the first
1: time it was actually referenced as a force of nature. Mm-hmm. And, and that is that is so eye-opening as a young person going, oh man,
0: that's a tornado.
1: Right. In Northwest Ohio, you're afraid of tornadoes. Well, they definitely changed...
0: Hurricane. They they for 1984 they definitely changed what Godzilla had become through the 70s. He was like you know earth's hero sort of thing uh, all through the 70s. And so by when they decided to bring him back in 84, it's like no no, we're we're, we're bringing it back to the fact that this guy is a giant monster and we're in his way.
1: Yeah, and, and it, is, it is a it, it is a direct sequel which hasn't really ever happened outside of maybe Godzilla's Revenge, Yeah, that, 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 is a, that 84 is supposed to be a... a, a, a it's
0: a direct, direct sequel to the 54, yeah. correct? Y- yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, they, okay. they effectively ignore all the films that came. Oh, well, we had 1954, and then the Godzilla Raids again in uh, 55 or 56 was a direct sequel to 54. And there were a couple films that certainly, if not actual sequels, obviously referenced previous films through the 60s and 70s. But 84 just erases everything back to 1954. So 1954, Godzilla happens. They, uh, I- As far as the history goes, they erase all the other films and say, this is the second appearance of Godzilla. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go.
1: Which happens all the time. Yeah, which is
0: not. It, this will not be the the last time this happens. No, no. Uh, Marvel fans would be throwing fits right now if, if this <laughs> stuff would happen with the Avengers at all.
2: Yeah.
0: But this does begin an era of Godzilla that I absolutely love because this brings about the, you know the new Maybe. era, and. Uh, through the films of the '90s, and this was fantastic because I didn't realize these that these films existed. I knew about Godzilla '85, you know '84, whatever, however you want to call it. I knew about that, but the films, the series of films that come directly after it, I had no idea until I happened to go to some convention, and of course, back then the uh, uh, what you, the bootlegger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. was there. And here's all these VHS bootlegs of, you know, Godzilla, 19, you know, versus so-and-so, and it was like 1989, 1990. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> Back up? What, what films are these? And I just... I that was probably the beginning of my sort of... Um, I've always liked Godzilla, but that was kind of the beginning of my true fandom of Godzilla. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's when I started like, okay, I need all of these, and now I'm going to go yeah. back and find all the other ones, and wait a minute, wait a minute. You said they re-edited it for America? What? And so <laughs> I had to go find the Japanese versions. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful. I I remember
1: hearing about Godzilla versus Biollante which is the next film on right. the, on your list. Uh but that's when I was I was I was getting into college right after Biollante. And I remember copying Biolante off of Cable. My my grandfather had Cable. I did not have Cable at the time, but he did. And I, I remember copy uh, taped it off of there uh Uh-oh. without actually seeing it. And then I ran. Then I went off to college, and it was probably when I was maybe 1993 or four right. when I heard about the Millennia series,
0: right? And Millennium series doesn't start kick off the 2000s. You're right.
1: You're right. You're, this is this is right.
0: going forward here. Right. This is the Heisei period now. That, right. This is still the Heisei. Up, up, up to this right. point they were they're considered the Showa series, and uh, starting with 84, it's the Heiseis. Correct. You, yeah, you're absolutely
1: right. Yeah. And
0: in in '93 or '94, I remember
1: hearing about some new Godzilla movies out. And being a college kid at the time, I was more interested in chasing girls than chasing monster <laughs> movies, and being unsuccessful at both. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I don't think I saw another film until. God help me Gino. Really? Wow, okay. I'm thinking hard about this, and I think that's the next Godzilla after Biolante, Gino was the next one I saw.
0: Wow. Okay. No, I definitely was looking forward to, I mean if we want to jump kind of ahead, I remember that well we'll we'll get up to that before sure. sure. But yeah, no, it was these bootlegs. I, I'm gonna say it was probably sometime Hmm sometime in the mid nineties. Because I know I went back and was able to find things like the the next film on the list, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah comes back for a, you know for a, a resurgence here in uh, nineteen ninety one. They bring back with, you know Godzilla's one of Godzilla's with, most famous foes
1: with M seven and the yeah, and they Thor-ats
0: give and... they give him a a a, uh, a um, what do you call it a beginning a um, what's the word. Origin. origin, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>, they <laughs> they they give King Ghidorah an origin. There's this is a fun one for me. I I loved uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah '91. It's got time <laughs> travel. It's got a cyborg-like Terminator creature uh, or guy. It's got the cute little door rats. It's got the origin of both Godzilla and King Ghidorah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, we get like a new origin to Godzilla, or maybe just the origin we didn't know before. Take that, you dinosaur! Yeah. <laughs> yes, we get a uh, we get oh, a Captain sort of uh, wink, wink, uh, Spielberg reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that film's got a little bit of everything in it. I just I absolutely adore that film.
1: Oh, it's so silly. Robert Scott Field is in it also. He's M seven. Oh, okay. M- excuse me. M eleven,
0: M eleven, yes,
1: yeah. He's in all. He's at all the G fests.
0: He's what? What a neat guy that is. So, oh, anyway. that's awesome. <laughs> now, well, I don't adore that one as much as I adore the next one because returning with my favorite monster, my favorite or second favorite, I guess, monster. They they reinvent Mothra. Yeah, it's good. Nineteen ninety two Godzilla yeah. versus Mothra. What do they call this? The battle for Earth. <laughs> In the U.S. Yes. release, yeah. Yes, that's right. Yep. Not only do we get a, a Mothra, we get a Batra, who is Batra's just awesome. awesome,
1: awesome, what a great, what a great monster that is, and he, Batra is prevalent in the comics. If if readers are out there, uh, he needs Batra needs to come back. Yeah, this is not this is not a one this is not a one and done. I mean, even even Gigan, has had three films. Batra has got to come back.
0: Oh, absolutely. I agree. It, that would be awesome, especially considering the, the origin of the of, of how Batra came to be. Um, I think in this one, it wasn't uh, an ancient civilization got a little too big for its britches. And yep. so like Earth actually created Batra to kind of put them back in their place. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's all about Mother Earth, and then then the Earth couldn't control Batra, and then Mothra came out, and something crazy like that. And what what a, what a wonderful, you know, you've got Toho science, and now you've got Toho religion or,
0: yeah, sure. or origin stories. <laughs> and this is another film, too. This kind of really goes back to the original Mothra film where there's a lot going on, oh, and there's monsters fighting. <laughs>
1: yeah, there there is a lot of human dialogue there's mm-hmm. a lot of i mean you've got the whole indiana jones things in yes. indiana jones thing in the beginning of the film
0: oh is that is, what they were uh, taping indiana jones right didn't get that yeah no <laughs> what
1: what <laughs> you're being silly now yes i am <laughs> yeah the whole temple of doom and raiders and oh oh it's almost painful to watch
0: <laughs> Not for me. I love it.
1: <laughs> it was it was a delight. I remember seeing it the first time, going, "This is very silly, but it's exactly what I was looking for." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but there is a very human story that goes on through this one, especially you know, they got the 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 man and his estranged wife and his 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 daughter, and you know his you know he's apparently kind of a uh, bit of a he's a grave robber, effectively. You know, he goes this and Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider, yeah, Croft. Uh, <laughs> yeah and so you get to deal with him and his and his wife and his daughter and 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 then the uh you know the fairy twins are involved, of course, and oh yeah, and there's monsters fighting, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's great human element bookmarked between giant monsters fighting exactly, and it's all silly, so shut up it's monsters
0: uh, yeah yep,
1: enjoy it or don't. <laughs>
0: Next film on the list. Try to. We you know we came in here to talk. We we need to kind of just burn through some of these other ones here, because uh, we're going we're going pretty long now. I, I I didn't know we were gonna. I didn't know we were going to uh, go in so deep with some of these. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. They they redo a Mecha Godzilla. This is an awesome reimagining of Mecha Godzilla. Great looking uh, mm-hmm. costume or suit, whatever you want to call it for Mecha Godzilla.
1: And and the, the the fire odan was was magnificent. Yes. And darn it, I was rooting for Mechagodzilla. Godzilla. He he darn near beat Godzilla with with okay, with the stupid two brains whatever that Yeah, 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 real. But but he did it. Godzilla was beaten. Completely defeated. Right. And then Rodin came out of nowhere and gave gave Godzilla for no apparent reason his his <laughs> Essence, life force. Yeah, and then Godzilla kicked the crap out of Mechagodzilla. Yeah, so I, I'm
0: not real sure what's going on here. It, it was that was a that, that was a weird ending. It was. It was. It was. That was kind of felt like a little bit of like, wow, well, this is great. This is great. Oh, what do we do now? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah It's like, uh, well, he can't really die, even though he made this. Yeah, he's oh. Uh, uh Rodan, save the day.
0: Yeah. Uh they do introduce a uh, a new baby like Godzilla, which is a lot better than uh Mina.
1: Yeah, but he's a vegetarian.
0: True. <laughs> what? Apparently. Uh the next film in ninety four is Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Not a big fan of this one. I'm kinda I'm on the fence. It's got the greatest line
1: ever. So we, we, we sent a probe out there and and we, we've studied the, the the film top to bottom, and, and all we can co- conclude
0: is it must be
1: a space monster.
0: Yeah, oh, that's right, when the uh, the space station is attacked, yes. <laughs> it must be a space monster. That's, that's right must where they go to, the, yep.
1: A space monster. That's my favorite line.
0: yeah. Uh, although we do get to see a really cool Moguera
1: It is. It is. From nice uh,
0: Mysterians, is that right?
1: Mysterians was where Mogera showed up for about two seconds. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he gets a little bit more screen time in this one.
1: He does. He does.
0: Uh, the next film, Godzilla vs. Destroyer. This one, a little, a little tear in the eye. Godzilla actually dies in this film. Spoilers, folks. But True. Um, It's a weird death. It's very... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because Godzilla is effectively dying from the time he appears on the film.
1: Yes, It's it's a glorious suit with the burning the Mm -hmm. burning Godzilla is the is the best suit ever. It's it's amazing. It's it's amazing. He's steaming through the whole thing. I can't imagine the suit actor suffering miserably through the whole thing. And I'm not even sure which. I don't know if it's Tom or or uh, uh, I I forget which suit actor it is. I don't know. Uh, But but it's it's got to be miserable in that suit.
0: I'm I'm sure. (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a confusing. It's a it, to me it was a confusing film. I, I I'm not even sure right now if if I grasp all what was supposed to go on because in the end Godzilla really isn't dead or he passed his essence to his son who I think was already dead,
0: I'm not real sure. I think he was, he was dead or dying, and Godzilla melts down, turns Tokyo into a radioactive wasteland, but then suddenly all the radioactivity is sucked back up, and we get a brand new Godzilla.
1: Exactly. That was weird.
0: It, it, it was, was weird. weird, but I actually understood. I actually read that you know, in all the films, Godzilla had gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually getting a little harder to film because you had to make all your miniatures smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> uh and so when they so they did destroyer, they decided, okay, we're gonna kill this one and then we'll get the new one, and the new one, the height they 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 brought him down a little bit. So wow. if they would so if they were gonna if they would bring him back. At this time this was again another one of those stages where Toa was saying, No, this is gonna be it. This is the end of yeah. the Godzilla. But just in case <laughs> here's this new godzilla and if we bring him back he's going to be easier to film because we've 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 knocked his height down a little bit
1: oh okay all right
0: I, yeah. new news to me but i like it yeah. i like it a lot well they did bring him back it took it took four or five years but they did bring him back to got in godzilla 2000 this was the first godzilla film i got to see on the big screen
1: you and me both brother yeah well, it wasn't it wasn't the first one i saw on the big screen but I saw this one on the big screen. I was
0: thrilled beyond belief that it
1: actually was on the big screen.
0: Yeah, I was thrilled to see a Godzilla film on the big screen. It didn't even matter what... It, at this point, it didn't even matter whether it was good or not. I was seeing Godzilla on the big screen. Um, I don't mind great. this film what too much. Show. Yeah, I don't mind it. I there, there I think there's some detractors on this film. I, I think it's fine. Uh, yes, Godzilla is battling a flying silver bicycle seat through part of the film, but...
1: <laughs> bicycle seat. Awesome.
0: <laughs> um but no, I enjoy it and it's of course, like I said, it was on the big screen, so I have a soft spot for it then, you know, for mm-hmm. that reason. Uh the next film in the line is Godzilla versus Megaguirus. Uh I'm just gonna go ahead and burn through some of these other films. And I they, these all deserve to be have things talked about, I think, but I just there's there's a reason we got together, and I think we should we should try to get up to it. <laughs> yes. So, we, Godzilla versus Mega Gearus. Uh, then we get Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack. So, that's a. Oof, GMK. Uh, that's awesome. That's an awesome one. That's way, way up there. They reinvent Mach- Mecha Godzilla again in 2002. Oh, so good. A great looking outfit there. Uh, very. Shiro. Um, mm hmm. And then. Uh, in 2003, we get Godzilla Tokyo S.O.S., where we get Godzilla and Mothra and Godzilla again, I believe. Yep. And then we get Godzilla Final Wars in 2004, which is yet again Toho saying this is going to be it, our last Godzilla film. Enjoy. And this is where we get Gigan uh, Monster X, they call him, I believe. But that's, uh, I think that's Gino, Gino, whatever you want to call him.
1: Uh, Gigan had a couple of iterations in that
0: film. He had the regular, right. No, uh, no, no. I was saying they, they 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 have a list a monster here listed called Monster X, but I think I think that's monster, actually, I think that's the Ghidorah. American Godzilla.
1: No, Monster X Monster X was a uh, a wrestler that turned into Ghidorah. Gino was in it. Gino was in it, and Godzilla took made short work of him.
0: Okay. Uh, but oh, that's the, right. Now the, I see the list. I see Zilla down at the end of Zilla. the list.
1: Okay. Zilla, yeah.
0: It's been a while since I've watched it. Thank you for yeah. reminding me.
1: It's it's a it's it's rough. There's, there's a this is this is the one film that had I like a lot of human elements because it drives a story. Right. But this had, dear lord, this is way too much human garbage, and it had way too much Dragon Ball Z.
0: yeah i definitely see the dragon ball z that's too funny i never heard it described that way but yeah perfect perfect (laughs) description too much of that garbage but it's a great film if you want to see some of your favorite monsters realized uh you know with with modern technology and everything then this is the film for you you may not get to see a lot of the monsters of your favorite monster but they are there i mean you mention a monster he appears in this film <laughs> pretty
1: much and and the 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 battle between what is it uh King Caesar Rodan and uh Angus and Godzilla mm-hmm. that might be the best monster fight ever that and, was amazing
0: it was absolutely amazing oh, and speaking uh, this is the first film i think the only Godzilla film that we see Humans actually take down a giant monster, oh uh,
1: with Ebra, yes, yeah they they
0: totally took down Ebra well, after Godzilla Final Wars, Godzilla does kind of stay quiet for a while. We don't hear it's much gone. from him, yeah he's gone gone uh it's not until uh the u s Godzilla that uh that we see him on the big screen or any screen again. And that came out in what 2014? I mm-hmm. want to say. 14. Yep. The legendary version of Godzilla came out
1: in 2014. It was a, a marvelous film that can only get better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The the we're not, Can only get better. We uh, jumped right over. You, you were talked about Zilla. Um, we jumped right over him because that's that not—it's not a Godzilla film. I don't it's care. Not continuity. <laughs> no, and it's—it's and, and it's just not a Godzilla film. But 2016, this year, Toho decides. You know what we haven't done in a while. You know what we <laughs> haven't done. You know what we. Ha- Yo, know, you 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 ask people. You guys seem to really enjoy your 2014 Godzilla. How about we dust off our 12-year-old Toho Godzilla? And get you and give you something new, and they did, and they came up with Shin Godzilla.
1: And it was new. It was so new. It was so
0: absolutely none, new. None of us were ready for this. No, uh, I, I am super jealous. You got a chance to see it on the big screen. I did. Uh, I kind of console myself a little bit because I saw it about two weeks before any of you U.S. folks saw it because I was able to get a, a screener. We're too special. <laughs> but of course, it with being a, a digital screener, uh, it was of course uh, protected from uh, from theft and everything. So I had to watch the entire film with like my email address uh, splattered in faded letters across the front of it on my <laughs> on, on my TV. But I yeah. did not get to see it.
1: You, you saw it but that's i
0: saw it, it that's all that mattered and yeah. it was amazing now uh, what we saw from this film before we actually saw it in the theater or, or or wherever we happened to see it were just a couple pictures uh that were released by toho studios and you know it was a um there was a lot of I, it was divisive whether the, the new look of godzilla people were a little a little skittish on uh, on his new look, because it was something very different than we'd seen before.
1: It's very, very, very very different. But, but you know, Godzilla, his look has changed throughout the years. And Absolutely. And there are some suits that we love, and this is some suits that we hate. And this was a suit that was so very different. And when I first saw the suit, the
0: first well, I thing suppose, I- You know what we should say? We, we should probably quit calling it a suit.
1: Oh Yes. Yes. And... Originally, it was supposed to be some sort of a mesh, but it came out that it was 100% CG. Yes, That really scared me when I finally heard the the, the final, okay, this is not suitmation. There's no suitmation in this. It is 100% CG. I was really scared Mm -hmm. because we've seen a lot of CG lately. And I tell you what, Jurassic Park is still the is is still the benchmark for CG and that was almost 20 years ago yeah yeah bring it bring, Harry Potter didn't do anything that Jurassic Park hadn't already done and they didn't do it any better that's for sure
0: right I know it it really threw a lot of people off It made a lot of people nervous. And there's a lot of people that thought, "Well, is it really a Godzilla film then if you're not going to have nation, You know, yeah. if you're not going to have a guy in a suit, yeah. is it really going to be a Toho Godzilla film? I think they pulled it off. I mean, they uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it scared me. The 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 look and I'll even admit, even after watching the film, I'm not 100% in on the look of the Godzilla. Yeah. It it's, it's it's not it's certainly not a favorite and I just you know, but the
1: suit doesn't have to be your favorite.
0: No, the, there are plenty of suits. I loved the
1: 2000 suit mm-hmm. with the purple fins. Yeah. I the spike love fins, yeah. that suit. Yeah. People hate that suit and I don't understand why they hate that suit, but I like what I like and you like what you like. So the, the, the suit here was much more specific. There was a reason for the way the suit looked and, I I think that was more important than just having random said suit. So when we saw also those early pictures, we're like, what what is this garbage? We don't understand why he looks this way. Why he looks this way is because he's still evolving. Mm -hmm. And and he he came from point A, which we never saw, to point B, C, and now D – and here's this. And even at this, he's still evolving. So yes. I, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but, but that's that's the suit. The, the suit makes more sense after you've seen the film, even though it made most of us very, very skittish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When, when we first saw uh, the, 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 uh, photos of what the suit was going to be.
0: And very few details of the film other than these photos came out. Uh did they, a
1: great job of holding holding all that
0: in. They really did. I don't know yeah. if it was just a matter of it was easier because it wasn't, uh, you know, it was Japanese. <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't it was English language or, you know, it wasn't an, uh, an American film. So it, it was easier to keep the, the, the details uh, from us. But yeah, no, it, we had no idea what this film was going to be like. We didn't know if there was going to be another monster we didn't know how godzilla was going to be approached was it going to be the force of nature again was he going to be a protector a villain Uh, no idea and so i think that what made it the most fun going into this film is just knowing absolutely nothing about the story
1: yeah i stayed off the grid as best i could and I knew nothing about this film going in, except for seeing a few
0: snapshots of what guys will look like. Well, even and after it was released in in Japan, uh, still I, not many details made their way over to us. No,
1: not not at all. I I, I and I wasn't looking, but true. The the, the, the folks that I was listening to, n- no one really knew exactly what was coming over. there people had ideas, mm-hmm. but but I don't think anybody really really new, except people that got advanced copies of the film. <laughs> yeah, I didn't spoil <laughs> anything. Don't look at me. It was so... It, it was.
0: Uh, where are we going to start? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, I suppose t- because we haven't got a uh, release date to a DVD yet or anything, I. this is a film I don't think... I would want to spoil a whole lot for any listeners who might who may not have had a chance to see it, or maybe curious to see it. Uh, I'm I'm assuming, and I'm 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 assuming that it's going to come to DVD here in the states. I think it, I to. think it has to. It's got to. Um, with, with the amount of
1: money that Funimation made for Toho in the United States, there is no doubt in my mind that there will be a DVD and Blu-ray release within the year.
0: Yeah, well, and it's absolutely joined in my collection, absolutely. Oh, gee, heck yeah. Uh, you know, and going back to some of the early, you know, the 54 film and the, uh, what was it, 71 film with Hedora, you know, the, with the message films. Yes. This was another message film, but instead of environmental or, you know, it wasn't an anti-war film, it wasn't an environmental film. Is very much a film about uh, the Japanese society today.
1: So I'm I'm not in tune with Japanese society.
0: I I, I don't I don't. Follow no, absolutely it. no. I'm not. I'm not. And I certainly wouldn't sit here and pretend that I am. But it's pretty obvious <laughs> in the but, film. But
1: I, what 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 I what? Yeah. What
0: what I'd like to say is, is 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 that I
1: believe this is how my government would work if something like this would happen in the United States. It, I I believe it, that. The, the The panic, the controlled panic that was happening mm-hmm. within the government with with, with within government uh, levels, you know, there there is the there's the president or the, the prime minister, and then there's the cabinet, and everybody's got to do use the chain of command. Regardless of where you are, even if you're in the same damn room, right. you've got to use the chain of command to get to the person you want to talk to. And you've got to use the telephone game to move your message and hope no one screws it up on the way up the chain. <laughs> uh huh. And it's it's it was it was infuriating, it was frustrating, it was it was oh my gosh. We're not even talking about, we're not even leading into this. I, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, again, we, we don't want to spoil anything.
0: No, and I don't think it's spoiling anything. What we actually see is, I think, sort of a statement of old guard versus new guard and a sense of, you know, the Japanese society that we've kind of come to that we've only kind of seen through films and and description or whatever, is very much a society on uh, uh, politeness and honor. And, and you, you do things a certain way. And if you want to talk to this guy that's two steps above it, you, you have to go to the guy in between first. Yeah. And, and that sort of thing. And this film, because of the what is going on, it is it is decided. Someone finally comes with it and like, no, we just have to act. We have to do this. We don't everyone here in this room there's a there's a great scene where they the guy pulls together a team of people everyone in this room we're equal it doesn't matter where you came from doesn't matter what you did before if you have an idea you say it if you don't like the idea you say it and this this is the the changing evolving society of that maybe is going on in Japan and we well, obviously we don't see it here in the states because like you said we're, I, I i don't visit japan i don't have a load of Japanese friends that could tell me how things are over there now. But that's definitely the impression I got is a sort of a changing of the guard that, you know, in today's world, you can't necessarily do this the way we did it before.
1: The bureaucracy was choking. Yes. The, 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 the bureaucrats from executing their, their, their job. It was taking too long and gosh, what was it? The, the beginning of the film. It took two hours to get anything done, and it, it, it was oh gosh, it, the the cr- the creature was up for two hours and obliterated a precinct. Mm-hmm. And before the, they'd the even mobilized, was, mm-hmm. yes, the government wasn't even able to mobilize uh, a, a peace shooter towards the creature. It, it was it was a it, it was a it was a stark realization of how broken the system is from, from I, I don't know why it's broken I, why is it broken what, how did it get that way? I don't know, but I bet most governments are like that when it comes yeah. to a natural disaster that they're not expecting. I mean you can get ready for a hurricane, but you can't get ready for an avalanche or a tornado. Right, and an avalanche of tornado is only going to take, you know, out a little bit. But a hurricane is going to take take out a state. Godzilla is going to take out a state. It's not going to take out, you know, just just a village. It's going to take out a lot. And and the government was hard pressed to figure out how to respond to that quickly enough to save lives, property, and uh, save face.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I d- definitely think there was also that whole, you know, that, that you're trying to maintain your honor. You're trying to save, save face uh, the whole time. And, you know, the, the, the message or one of the messages here in this film is, you know, it doesn't matter. It, you, you, we have to try something. If we get egg on our face, at least we tried.
1: At least and, you tried. Right.
0: Yeah. And that was, I think that's a little bit of a departure than that people maybe were familiar with or were comfortable with. Uh, that's the definitely the impression I got. Uh, there's also, I mean, if you really go down to it, what it works out to is okay. Your way isn't working, old man. Uh, <laughs> let, <laughs> let let the young kids take over, and it doesn't matter. We can be rude and make and do this, and uh, like, and so there's a there's actually a little bit where you could say, well, that's almost a, that's kind of dark and sad too, because there's a. Um, a little bit like here in the states where uh, you know re- respect seems to be something that is a um, a second thought and not a uh, <laughs> not necessarily immediately given anymore Ah,
1: uh, okay
0: yeah uh, yes. so I think we saw this sort of change maybe a, a while ago uh, and so now maybe maybe Japan's finally starting to see it so is that a good thing don't know you know that's it's not that's not for me to decide for Japan but you know, in in the world of Godzilla maybe it's for the best
1: <laughs> right I, it, it was it was just fascinating that without giving anything away on the film it was a machine gun dialogue that was really really there was so much even with subtitles there was so much to read on that yes. screen and the and I saw it three times Oh wow! Uh, I I saw it three times here in Columbus, and all the same theater, and they they did a bang up job on on OSU's campus. I learned quickly what not to pay attention to Mm. because there was a lot of extra garbage on the screen that just really wasn't necessary for a first time viewer. And i I took my niece, my uh, fifteen year old niece, to see this film. Uh, the, the third time, and I warned her. It's like, look, just read what's at the bottom of the screen. Don't read it at the top of the screen because there's a lot of garbage up there.
0: Mm-hmm. Just not.
1: You just don't need to read it. It's it's not necessary. It's locations
0: uh, or it's a places. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure why that was important. I, I admit there's something lost in translation there. Why that's important. So if you go to see this film for the first time, just read the subtitles. You be you be okay. Don't read the right. stuff at the top of the screen, uh, and and she she really enjoyed it. I I prefaced it with 1954 subtitled, not American version of uh, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. We saw that two nights before at my place. We saw this one at the theater with subtitles. She was totally down with the uh, the subtitles. I'm, just, I'm thrilled to get my niece involved in giant monsters. It, it makes me very happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, your, uh, your rapid-fire dialogue, that is something that I think is we haven't really seen much with the Godzilla films. Uh, typically, when it comes down to the human elements of the story, that's kind of when the film sort of slows down. Uh, that, yes. y- that's kind of like the law. If you're going to fall asleep in a Godzilla film, it's when the <laughs> monsters aren't on the screen. <laughs> yeah uh, this film boy it, it it just moves you sit down and once once the action starts, it moves, and then when the people are talking I mean it's it's like you said, just snap, snap, snap it, it, it keeps going, even when the monster isn't on the screen, it's action it, it, things are going one then next and next and next and next and next. It doesn't slow down. It's exhausting. It really is exhausting. Mm-hmm. But but it, it's
1: worth every minute of it. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it pulls you it, it in. It's an
0: experience. It,
1: it's a ride. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a ride at Cedar Point, for heaven's sakes.
0: You know, and that's the strangest thing. I'm, I'm watching this film, and I'm realizing that there are these definite uh, messages that probably mean a whole lot more to the society of which the film is made. You know, it wasn't made for US audiences. It wasn't made for world audiences. It was made for a Japanese audience. And despite that and despite this very different look of Godzilla and everything, you sat there and watched this film and whatever it was, it was kind of like even on the bits you didn't get because you're not you, you you don't live in Japan or that you don't like like the Godzilla look or what have you, you didn't care. It was like Oh my God! This film was fantastic. <laughs> it was it was so well done. Yeah, and the, it, the, the, the all the characters are very
1: believable. Um, the 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 action was over the top and delightful. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I, it, we we get I, we do a whole podcast on just the 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 the, 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 the trains. <laughs> 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 uh, so we. It was so much more impressive than I thought it was going to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I I had, I don't want to say I had low expectations, but I had average expectations, thinking that, okay, it's it's Japan. What what are they going to do? Uh, how how are they going to make this any more impressive than Legendary's 2014 Godzilla film, mm-hmm. which was meaty mediocre. Yeah. It, it was. It, I, I have no problem with the film. I love parts of it. I hated parts of it. Whatever. The, and I, I had very low expectations, although my excitement level was 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 through the roof. Right for for the for the Toho film, and I saw it, and it was nothing. It was nothing like I was thinking. It, mm-hmm. it had. I had. Any expectations I had were, were, were just thrown out the window within the first 15 minutes of the movie. Because all of a sudden, we've got government, government, government. And that is is that that is a view of of a disaster movie that I don't think even American cinema has looked into. Most American cinema disaster movies are from... From ground level from right Susie homemaker, oh my god the the, the, the the earthquake is happening or the volcano is exploding or the or the, the the plague is here, or whatever it is, or the zombies are coming for me none i i can 't think of an American film and correct me if i 'm wrong, please direct me if i 'm wrong i can 't think of an American film where it is government-centric as to the reaction of a disaster of this proportion. No, I, I can't think of it. And, and I'm pretty sure that most governments would react in this crazed, frantic pace mm-hmm. of, oh, my God, millions of people's – billions of people's lives are in danger here. What are we going to do? Uh, Do I have the authority to say anything? (laughs) And that's where Japan really fell short. Uh, I I don't mean the movie fell short. I mean the bureaucracy bureaucracy fell short because you couldn't say anything without the approval of the person above you and then the chain of command and then the telephone game goes.
0: You know, and I think it would be the same way. Like you said, I think it would be the same way here in the States. And it, you're right. As far as action films that we've seen going all the way back to, I'm thinking, like into the 70s with all the, you know, the towering infernos yeah. and earthquakes and whatever, you see either, like you said, ground level with the people that are actually involved in the disaster, or our story picks up when the uh, rescue team already has arrived. Right. You don't see the four hours or the day that people have to sit there and try to, okay, we need to get these people in place and let's call over here and let's get the national guard. You know, you don't see all of that. When we see that when the, our disaster films start, we're either in the middle of the disaster or it's, it's, it's much later after all the bureaucracy is, uh, is, is done with. It, it's such, it's such an unusual film
1: in that, in that aspect where, you see the president, the prime minister reacting to, holy moly,
0: my country is getting eaten. Right. And he doesn't know what to do. I mean, he does. Who, 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 who would? would? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care what
1: I don't care if you're in charge of. I don't care what you're in charge of. Who would know how
2: to react <laughs> to that?
0: I think I went into this film you're talking about how your 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 expectations you weren't sure there were there were maybe low or not low but not high. I went in expecting something that like we've seen before. Uh Godzilla films have been very different over the course of his 60 years. You've you've seen it. I uh, I was like okay, it's either this or it's this or it's this. And I ended up watching this film that was none of it. It's like no other Godzilla film that has come before.
1: I yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It, it was it was so it not off putting, but it was so it, it derailed me, is, mm-hmm. is what it was. off putting is not the word. Derailed. Like here's my Godzilla train. Doo choo <laughs> running down running down the tracks. I love my Godzilla stuff. Do 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 and then all of a sudden what the heck what is this? And I get this this dis, it is a disaster movie in its purest form. It it's the disaster movie that legendary hinted that they were going to do. Yes. It is an honest to god disaster movie. It, as in as in, in not necessarily in a Sharknado sort of right <laughs> recipe, but but if 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 uh if if one of the more, more horrible hurricane films were were ever to be made into a film, for for instance, Katrina, the the easiest one to go to, uh, if that were to be to be made into a film, that's this is kind of what it would what it might be. However, you don't stop a hurricane. You right. don't really stop a Godzilla. <laughs> what what do you what do you do? You get people out of there as quick as possible I, 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 it's it's such a different way to tell a story mm-hmm. that I think it was it it, it it took me a while to warm up to it the first time I saw it. I really had to go oh oh this is this is the way they're going, yeah. okay. Okay, so it, it took me. Thank God, it was it, you know it's a two hour movie, so <laughs> yeah, I had plenty. I had plenty of time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> to I warm up to it. One of the things I appreciated most is, although it is completely unlike any Godzilla film we had before, it still manages to sort of give you the feeling of past Godzilla films, or it, it doesn't completely. Ignore the history behind Godzilla, not it doesn't not in any story manner. It, it, it like I said, it, this is like the, the first time you know the world has seen Godzilla, but still, just in the type of film, there are just these little hints and nods I felt to some of of, of Godzilla's past. Even if it's just something as subtle as the fact that you know the the story starts with a uh, a ship that's found lost at sea, and it would it, which makes. It, it kind of to me felt very familiar to the the original uh, Godzilla film where they find the uh the, the the ship and the sailors all um uh the happy dragon uh huh i still felt like i was watching a godzilla film even though it wasn't what a lot of people would consider or would recognize as a godzilla film if that makes any sense uh i i just it managed to walk that line between being something familiar and being something completely new, I, 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 I'm not describing it really well. I, I don't. I'm not sure how, honestly. But that's how I felt. It's like I, I'm sitting here. I'm watching a film, unlike anything I've seen before, and yet I am watching a Godzilla film.
1: There, there it was, and it was it, the way the story was told is so unlike anything. I, I think any giant monster sci-fi. I, I would like to see War of the Worlds done in this manner.
0: Yes, give me give
1: me what give me what the government is doing while War of the Worlds is happening. Mm-hmm. That would be fascinating uh, to see what, and, and I, I would bet there would be a lot of similarities in
0: this film. It was so much fun. It was so interesting. Um, yeah, like I said, without spoiling, I, I you know we we've gone so long. We we spent so much time on the classic Godzilla films. I'm, I feel like we're kind of giving Shin Godzilla kind of uh, a short shift here. But now that we're actually here and talking about it, it's like, well, gosh, without actually spoiling some of the plots, and um, I'm 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 not sure what else to say. It is. It was just so interesting. And and now that I'm actually trying to talk about it too. I'm finding myself finding finding it hard to find the words. <laughs> I I can do more.
1: I can uh, I, I we, we can come back and, and do another one if you'd like. Heck, I can do one for each one of these movies. Oh, I bet. <laughs> but but uh, this this movie was so it was so much fun. It, it was so different that, that I think that's what is most important about this film it wasn't the delightful ridiculousness of Godzilla versus King Kong it wasn't the, the 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 monster mash that destroy all monsters was this is a completely unique Godzilla film in and of itself it, it is it is so unique and it has flaws and it has Joys and, and, and there's there are problems. There are great things that are happening with this film. I I can't wait to see it again, I, and and I know the parts that I'm not gonna like, and I know the parts <laughs> that I am gonna like. But the, the, the top to bottom, this film deserves every accolade and every part of being in the 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 the, the Godzilla mantra. It, it unlike. The nineteen eighty nineteen ninety eight uh, Geno film, mm-hmm. which has no that should that should have been Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. That that, yeah, should have been, yeah. that should have been a remake of Beast of Twenty Thousand Fathoms. It should not have been a Godzilla film. Um, it, that that has no place in in the in the in the Godzilla uh, library, but but this one this one does. In a in a wonderful, unique fashion, it is so that this this movie is so unique in in the way it told its story. And you can not like it for a number of reasons. And and I'll I'll tell you mine. Not now, but I'll, I'll tell you why I didn't like it for a number of reasons. But I loved it because it was so unique and it it told a story well and it scared me. God, it scared me. And and it and it it was horrible and wonderful and and uh, it, my experience was was marvelous the whole thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you you sir uh, have some passion for this film. You know what I think we're probably going to have to do when it does come out on DVD, I'll have to have you back on here to to really discuss it in depth and we can we'll we'll get spoilery. Pencil me in. Yeah, i absolutely. Oh pencil i'm putting that down in pen sir (laughs) (laughs) or or any other godzilla movie you want to revisit absolutely
1: we we glossed over the millennia series we did and that's that is that is that is a bad thing to do (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) because there's so much good in the millennia series (laughs) yes but yeah i will definitely have to have you back for some we'll we'll have to pick a few of our favorites or least favorites or maybe ones we haven't seen in a while that we we, we can find copies of or something and i uh, like all this kind of really kind of dive into them and and focus a little bit more because we did we glossed over a lot of these films and like i said you know i'm coming into this having not watched a lot of these films in a long time there's so many it's kind of of hard to keep them all in your head and keep them straight in in, in great detail i will have you back for some uh, godzilla talk in the future and definitely have you back for uh, shin godzilla when it comes to dvd here in the states so Pete Quint, let me tell you: Is it, do you want to? Uh, do you have anything you'd like to just mention? Uh, pimp yourself a little bit here, if you want, it, where people might be able to to, to find you. You do have uh, some some web presence.
1: A little web presence. I have a I have a I, don't know, I have a Facebook page that I that I blog on, if that is the word. Um, on it's called Good Beer Bad Movie Night. And what we do here in Columbus is that we invite some friends over and we watch some movies. We drink some really nice beers and we watch some really bad movies. And occasionally, we find movies that aren't as bad as we thought they were. Those are the best. That's awesome. They, they are. And I, I will I will uh, reference Valley of the Guanji as the shocker of uh, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night because we thought that uh, cowboys and dinosaurs were going to be <laughs> a terrible combination, and and a laugh out loud. This is the dumbest mystery science theater thing we've ever seen, and we all sat there in silence and watched it because it was marvelous. It was Man. so good, shockingly good. Fantastic. I mean, Ray Harryhausen. I, I knew it was Ray Harryhausen, but I didn't know how good this was going to be. And and we, we it, it, it was an amazing film. Anyway. Uh, yes, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night on Facebook if, if anybody wants to check it out. Um, we, we, we hope to be developing the Facebook presence a little bit more uh, in, in the near future. So the, the reviews are short. They're concise. They are, did I like it? Should you watch it? And that's about it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not going to go into th- any deep details because my brain isn't that big, and your attention span isn't that long. So and there's beer just, involved. Yeah, and there's usually <laughs> there's usually beer involved, <laughs> if not a little, but a lot. So Excellent. Uh, yeah, stop on by, check us out. We'd we'd love to have you on.
0: Yeah, and if you go and you you join up on and his group and everything, let them know. Time shifters sent you.
1: Absolutely, I mean, we, we've we've liked time shifters. We like we like everybody.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, Pete, thank you very much for spending time with uh, with me tonight doing this. We went a lot longer than I was expecting. Probably, oh I, I probably shouldn't have expected anything different. There were so many films to discuss, and uh, and we 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 definitely kind of uh, hovered on a few a little longer than we probably should have. <laughs> appreciate you for uh putting up with me and uh spending all night with me here because this has been a, this has been a lot of fun and we will have you back uh, for a little bit more uh, concise uh, conversation on some films in the future i'm down please excellent
1: get a hold of me and i'm i'm ready to go love i love it this was so much fun thanks chris well
0: that's going to end the conversation with pete and i uh, like i said i'll have him back when the home video release of shin godzilla hits the u.s there has been a release date for Blu-ray in Japan for March of 2017, so hopefully a U.S. release date won't be too far behind. Before I go, I did, I mentioned before, I want to men- play the comments from Rod Barnett. He's from over at the Nashie Cast and the Bloody Pit podcasts. Good friend, great podcaster, he has sent me down many a rabbit hole on some on, on films and TVs that he's discussed over on those podcasts. So anyway, here is Rod Barnett. And then uh, when we get back, we'll close out the show.
2: Hello, this is Rod Barnett of the Nashi cast and the Bloody Pit. And I saw Shin Godzilla just a couple of days ago and I'm still kind of vibrating with the energy that the film just fed into me. First of all, let me state right up front that I loved this new Godzilla film. This was a revelation. This was amazing. It's the first Godzilla film I've seen on the big screen since the year 2000, because I did get to see Godzilla Millennium or Godzilla 2000 here in the States. That was the last one that came out here, and uh, it's been too long. Thank you, Toho, for at least kind of sort of giving us a chance to see this thing in the big on the big screen here in the states even if it was only for a few days i know people who didn't jump quickly enough or assumed they'd be able to catch it on the weekend lost out and that is a shame so shin godzilla or godzilla resurgence it's amazing now i want to first address problems that i'm hearing people Give about the film and why the the problems that I'm hearing people talk about weren't really problems for me at all. One, people say the movie is too talky. Yeah, that's the point. This film is making a huge satirical point about what it would be like if this actually occurred. The fact that this film is a complete reboot of Godzilla. Uh, there's there's been no attacks in the past. There's no there's no past. Uh, No past event that is even anything close to this other than the very obvious things that the movie draws parallels to, such as, say, I don't know, a nuclear problem that happened on the coastline a couple of years ago. But the idea here in this film is very clearly to posit the idea what would it be like if this actually occurred, if some gigantic, unfathomable beast crawled out of the sea and started destroying chunks of Japan. The film takes the view, the very realistic view in my opinion, that all those things that we all are accustomed to in past Godzilla films are not just the Cliff Notes versions of things, but the childlike, candy-colored, very childish version of those things. This movie points out just how difficult it would be to get the military organized, the military mobilized, the government mobilized. People involved to believe what's going on at every level. And it relentlessly beats home, in what I found to be a very humorous way, just how difficult movement is on the scale it would take to combat such a threat. It's kind of cruel at times, and it's kind of mean-spirited. And let's point that out. This is a satirical film. This thing is pointing fingers and naming names, it seems, in Japanese government, in the, the the way it handles itself, the way it handles its foreign relations, and it's kind of fascinating. No, it's not kind of fascinating. Let me Let me clear that up. It was completely fascinating to see this movie do this, because... And this is why it was so fascinating, even when there wasn't a monster on screen destroying things. The movie's point of view seems to be a relentlessly human-level version of events, there is no point in this film, as we got in older Godzilla films, especially in the 60s, where we are watching two monsters battle each other, and so it's essentially kind of a great big grudge match, or, or wrestling match, or whatever you might want to call it. This film is relentlessly about the humans involved and the horrible stakes involved in getting this right or getting this wrong. The film is a pretty cynical thing overall, and it's really touching at times to recognize how human nature is making things easier or harder. There's that pull. You see characters who are very clearly and sometimes openly talking about possible future career moves depending on how things go and the decisions that get made. And then you also see people who are making kind of the final decisions on actions to be taken to fight this monster, realizing that not only will their careers be over if they make the wrong choice, or if they do something that causes civilians to be killed unnecessarily, they're wrestling with the moral choices of one thing versus another. And here's the thing. If that is not what you want out of a Godzilla film, I can kind of understand I mean, one of the stranger things that I've come to terms with as my podcasting partner Troy and I have gone through a number of Godzilla films over the past two years for The Bloody Pit is that one of the major complaints that you get from people, from Godzilla fans, I should say, about any new Godzilla film is whether or not there was enough Godzilla in it. In other words, it's almost as if they've forgotten just how little Godzilla is in each film. Because if the films were relentlessly nothing but monster battles, there wouldn't be very much there. They'd They'd be pretty short movies, or they would just be exhausting one way or the other. It's always really about how the humans are interacting with these monsters and dealing with the problems that they create. That is why this movie is... I mean, like I say, I hear the complaint and it's like i say from a certain point of view it's a valid complaint and that complaint is the middle section of the film is too talky too bureaucratic yeah uh, yeah yeah we don't need to see every inch of red tape played out and the thing is even in the detail that this film goes into it showing us a lot of different characters trying to figure out how to do things and, and, you know leveling you know leveling things and figuring out how to best get the best ideas from everyone involved All of that, even if you think that this film is too detailed in showing us that, it's still not really as detailed as it would actually be. And I found it incredibly entertaining. I don't know why, if you had told me that I was going to sit down one day and watch a Godzilla film where half the running time was watching government bureaucrats try to figure out how to do what they're doing in, in enclosed spaces in front of computer screens and dealing with maps, and all all the things that are in the film, if you told me that I would see a movie like that, and love every minute of it, and kind of be fascinated by it, and kind of be drawn toward the screen in every scene, I'd have said you're crazy. So, I don't know if it's just that I was really excited about a Godzilla film, or if I was fascinated at getting this bizarre window inside what may or may not be an accurate representation of Japanese government. I have no idea. But it was fascinating. And so... On an entertainment level, it worked for me. And I didn't think that something like that would ever be that interesting to me. But my God, it was. I I don't understand how they managed it, but they did. Something else I liked about it is that the Japanese attitude toward American interference in Japanese government and Japanese life is laid pretty bare here. I thought that maybe there just might be one or two snide comments made about United States interference in what was going on or the United States kind of taking decisions that overrode what the Japanese think would be best. But this film hammers it home in probably an unsubtle but pointed way that this kind of thing is something that the Japanese are used to, but still really, really resent. And I'll be honest, that is something that it's good for an American audience To be reminded of the fact that we, as as a nation, constantly interfere in other nations' business. That we force our wills upon them. That we are this outside force, this overpowering giant force that comes into their nation and maybe just wreaks havoc and destruction. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, that's right. I think to a large degree you could see the Japanese viewing the United States' influence in their country as Godzilla. Not that the film draws that parallel directly, but it does kind of slyly hint at it. And that's kind of neat, and kind of fascinating, and a lot more clever than a lot of people are going to give the film credit for. Now, since we're talking about a Godzilla movie, I have neglected to talk about the thing that everybody goes to see a Godzilla movie to see, which is... The creature itself, and the destruction. Shin Godzilla is definitely a disaster movie. It is well within that genre, and it's a fantastic one. Plus, the monster itself and the multiple evolutions it goes through throughout the film are amazing. I was I tried really hard to not learn very much about this movie before seeing it because I didn't want to have things ruined. I didn't want to go in expecting certain things and be disappointed. I wanted to go in kind of tabula rosa, and just see it. And I'm so glad I did. Because when the first form of the beast comes out of the sea, and I guess this might be considered a minor spoiler, so I kind of apologize. When you see that first version of the monster, I thought, ooh, wow, we're going to have two monsters in this film. And I was really happy to be wrong. I was happy that it was what it was. And I really enjoyed the creature design, the, the way it evolved, the way the, movie, the way the creature looked throughout the film was amazing. I loved the entire presentation of the beast, its attacks on the city, its inadvertent destruction of things, and its obvious just willingness to destroy things that are either in its way or just inconsequential to whatever it is attempting to do. I like the look. I like the design. I know a lot of people have complained about the kind of snaggletooth weird book of the beast But it's an amazing design. And I love a a reinvention of a creature. Especially when one gets something this inventive, interesting, and just fluid and violent. And, dare I say, realistic? It seemed a lot more natural, a beast, than the classic Godzilla design. And don't get me wrong, I love the classic Godzilla design. But this one... Just seemed like something that was spawned in the way in which the film posits. Which also, by the way, is another fascinating thing. I love the origin this film puts forth for the creature. It's interesting. It's fascinating. Let's just say, I really, really liked this film. I can understand it if you don't. I can understand if you like parts and don't like others. But man... I really did not expect to love this as much as I did. I'm still discovering past Godzilla films. It's one of the reasons why Troy and I are doing this series of podcasts on the Bloody Pit. I've seen all of the Godzilla films now, but I've not really critically sat down and observed them and really dug into them as an adult. And maybe it's the fact that I've been doing that with Troy over the past couple of years that makes my eye so different from some others when I'm looking at this new film? I don't know. I don't care. I just can tell you right up front, I loved this movie. It was fantastic, and I'm so glad that I got to see it on the big screen. And man, what about that final shot in the movie of the... Oh, I should probably... No spoilers. No spoilers. So, Christopher, thank you very much for letting me uh, give my two cents, or maybe at this length... $0.10 $0.10 cents on the new Godzilla film. Thank you again, and uh, this is Rod of the Bloody Pit and the Nashie Cast saying sayonara. All right, folks, that is going to do it for this
0: two-episode Godzilla discussion. Again, thank you, Pete, and thank you, Rod, for sending, for well, Pete, for spending time with me, and for Rod for sending in everything. I really appreciate it. Uh, I think that is going to do it. Uh, let's see. Oh, feedback. Any feedback? Uh, come join our Facebook group. Just uh, search for Time Shifters. We'll find us there. Send emails to timeshifterspodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. That is going to do it. Thanks again to everyone involved. Uh, Matt and I are going to be back in two weeks for some more discussions. Uh, 2017 is going to be pretty cool, and I hope you guys join us, and I hope we hear from more of you and kind of get an idea of, you know, what you like, what you don't like. We, uh, would certainly appreciate it. That's going to do it. All right. I keep rambling whenever I try to close these things out. We'll talk to you next time, everyone. Bye.